Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. Of the Ever Black podcast is brought to you by Death Wish Hot Rods and Customs. Check out their Instagram for all their new t shirts, caps, beanies, cups, and the all new Atomic Death lineup. Hey, this is Trevor Sternad from the Black Dolly Murder here, and you're listening to the Ever Black podcast. Hey, human scum, this is odorous from this is Wade from Our Last Enemy. Yes, yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, I guess you've got a. Oh, you're having a cold one. No, no, no. This is just tea. Oh, I was I was about to get jealous. I was like, oh man, it's only eight o'clock here in the morning. I'd be I'd love to have a beer with you. <laughs> uh what part of Australia are you in? I'm on the Gold Coast, man. Love the Gold Coast. Love the Gold Coast. That's where I first saw you. Was uh big oh, yeah. 97, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yep. Been there. I think we were there big day out again in 2014, 2013, somewhere around there. Mate. It was when um, I can't remember who headlined. I think it was uh, I don't remember who headlined, but it was a big band, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> man, I if they all it wasn't us. They headlined. I wish it was us. <laughs> but I, I think I remember it, man. I, I've seen you so many times over the years, and it's always you know an absolute pleasure because uh, you know Fear Factory is what set all this off, dude. Everything for me is uh. Don't blame it on us. Don't blame it on I us. I blame it on you because I I was that young dude standing in that pit in 1997 with my best mate, and I turned to him and said, "This is what we need to do." And Did you see us? Have you seen us again since then? Yeah, quite a few times. Okay. Okay. Yeah, wouldn't miss it. Absolutely. But uh, of course, Dino, thanks for joining us on the show. It's uh, an honor to have you on on the show again. How, how's it's- it going? It's a pleasure for me to be here. I appreciate it. Uh, I'm in sunny California, zipping on my tea. That's excellent. That's it. Hey, man, that's the way to do it. And, of course, the long-awaited New Fear Factory album, Aggression Continuum, is out on June 18. And as a fan, this record ticks all the boxes uh, and totally kicked my ass. I love it. Uh, It's it's amazing, dude. Um, Basically, you went hell and back to make this thing happen. (laughs) And uh, my God. Where dude, do we start? Where do we start? I know, man. I know. And you're probably getting asked that a lot, but it's true. And you must be relieved that, that it's almost out and ready for the world, considering how much you've been through, you know? Yes, we've been through a lot, a lot of struggles. Uh, you know, for me personally, you know, lawsuits, bankruptcies, divorces, uh, not sure if the record is even going to be able to be called Fear Factory, you know, trademark issues. But, you know, around July 2020 is when everything started to come back. You know what I mean? uh, I was able to retain the rights to the trademark name. I was able to uh, take control of this record, you know, and make some improvements 
that must needed improvements um, because initially it had programmed drums on it. Yeah. So I wanted to put, you know, live drums on it. And that was one of the benefits of this COVID time because, you know, we had a little bit of time to go back and rework some of the elements on the record and improve it. Nice. And it sounds absolutely incredible. I mean, it, it, it sounds like you've done, done a lot, a lot to it in, in the meantime. I mean, it was sitting on the shelf for a little bit because you had, had things that you had to sort out. But you know, Three or four years, yeah. Mate, the drums sound incredible. <laughs> like, was it Mike is just a beast. Mike Keller, yeah. Mate. He's been with us for nine and a half years already. So he knows what we, he knows what goes into a Fear Factory record. Oh, mate. It's, it's awesome. Well, uh, of, of course, I mean, since the single Disruptor dropped, uh, people have just been losing their minds, man. It, it's, you know, been added to a bunch of playlists. Uh, it's got a ton of support. It, it's, you know, it really signifies the new era of Fear Factory, which uh, everyone's really excited about. Do you feel that? Do you, are you getting that, that vibe? 100% I feel that. 100%. And I like the reaction that we're getting with the song. Positive or negative, it's all good. <laughs> um, uh, you know, when I uh, first chose that song to be the first single, it, it, the reason why I chose it is because it's an instant banger. You know, people, yeah. you know, it starts off with that heavy vocal hook and then boom, goes into a powerful riff, right? And it's got that fast groove and everything. It's got that beautiful melodic chorus and that killer riff in the middle part. You know, I was like, okay, this song is like three minutes and 20 seconds. This is an instant banger. And I wanted to just get it out there first so that people can just get excited for the rest of the album. And so now coming up, I'm going to be re uh, releasing as other singles, more of the epic tracks like Recode is going to be the next single. And that's going yeah. to be, that's got like an epic intro and it's all that, you know, it's all the classic elements that you would hear in an epic Fear Factory song. The one I loved is uh, the, the title track. That, that aggression rip. continuum, oh. yes. <laughs> oh man, turned it up. Yeah, for sure. I turned it up. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. That's that's another bang, man. People, oh look at that! I'll get my own Fear Factory show. Yeah, I don't know if you can hear that, but I could hear it. That's awesome. Thank okay. you for uh, showing me how to. <laughs> <laughs> I always have guitars around me wherever I'm at. On the couch, you know, next to me, whatever. They're all over me. Oh, mate, that's awesome. Well, uh, you know, of course, in, in regards to the concept of, of, of the album, where does it sit story-wise in the whole timeline of events of, of each of the albums? Is there like a, like in chapters, if you know what I mean, like the manufacturer and yeah it kind of in some ways it kind of goes back and in some ways it kind of goes forward like for instance uh when d manufacture uh the album first came out the first line you hear the first vocal line you hear is desensitized by the values of life yeah. that kind of sets the tone for the rest of the record right so going back to recode the first song on aggression continuum the first line you hear is imagine your life taken from you and that is sets the tone for the rest of the record, you know, and that it represents the struggle that we went through just mm. to get here. And it's the struggles that we have between humans and AIs. You know what I mean? The relationship between uh, analog versus digital man versus machine. It's the struggles that we, uh, you know, go through on our daily, day, 
day-to-day lives, whether it's technology, whether it's the government, whether it's, you know, religion. Um, you know, we touch up on all these subjects on all, 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 a lot of the records. And it's just the relationship over the years between, you know, human and AI. That's it's just uh, the relationships in general. Some of it's not pretty. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, so, and then but some of it's very beautiful and very melodic and very soothing. You know what I mean? Right. But those are all the classic things that make Fear Factory what it is. But in, in regards to you know the store, I know uh, you know the video of Disruptor. It it's it's meant to continue on. You, you know, uh, it's 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 post apocalyptic, very much in the vein of Terminator Salvation yeah. work. When, with Christian Bale, you know what I mean? That version. I and that's, yeah, I love that version. It was a very dark version. I really loved it. Um, yeah, this, these, these four people are trying to disrupt the system. They're trying to hack into the mainframe that, uh, that is control that, cause you know, there's, there's a Securitron police society with, with these drones that are just, you know, they're trying to destroy humanity uh, by, taking away what they do is they're capturing people yeah. and they're trying to take them into the big mothership that you see at the end and what they do is they basically are transferring their soul and they're putting it into a automaton so the automaton thinks it's human right yeah so the the female is trying to get into the mainframe to hack into it to stop the signal from all these drones and these hk's that are trying to capture people or kill people uh, just so technology could take over. I want a Netflix series. I want action figures. I want a, a comic series. I want it all, mate. I, I, are you looking at doing that? Are you expanding on that <laughs> universe? You have to. Um, I would love to, sure. But, uh, you know, that, that, uh, you know, hopefully we can make that happen. You know, hopefully. But the, but the female is the main character. It was really kind of weird because the, the, the male was supposed to be the main character, but when they were actually shooting the video, he actually, when they were running, they were trying to, when they were doing the running sequence where they're trying to get away from the drones, the guy actually sprung his ankle really bad. Oh, no. So that really happened. But in the video, it shows him getting his leg shot at, so he couldn't leave. He couldn't go anywhere. So he gave, he gave the girl the backpack with the computer to hack into the mainframe, right? So she takes the round. So she becomes the disruptor, trying to disrupt the system. That's very clever. What a way of that's hey, whoever shot that and came up with that 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 cover up that that's amazing. Well done. Yeah, <laughs> Rivital Rivital Visuals is the company that filmed that. We're trying to do part two. I'm not yeah. sure if we're going to be able to get part two done in time for the second single, but. Hopefully we'll have it for the third single, so part two will come out. Yeah, I can't wait, man. I can't wait. It has to. It has to be done. It has to be done. Yeah. As I said, man, I want a full series, action figures, the whole lot. Back that money. I'll back the money truck up. You can have all the. Mate, no, I, I kind of almost wanted to be like literally shot, <laughs> like you know, the this film clip goes right into the next film yeah. clip, like just a a, a really a real continuation mate. of what's next. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. And you got Andy Snape mixing it. Yes. The Snape. Yes. We, um, uh, I started a very successful GoFundMe campaign to be able to afford 
you know, to go back and to do live drums and to do, um, use Andy Steep, hire Andy Steep, uh, and to to get Reese Fulber back on the record, who's been our programmer, uh, keyboard programmer for a very long time, mm. um, to get him back on the record and to get uh, our engineer and producer, Damien Raynault, back on the record. So it was a team that did Genexus. I wanted to get that back. And uh, it was going to cost, you know, a little bit to do that. And so luckily that, you know, the fans reached out and helped us out with the GoFundMe campaign. We were able to afford to do that. So I'm very happy that Andy Steve got to mix the record. Um, obviously, he's an A-list mixer. The best. Yeah, one of the best for sure. <laughs> and uh, he, he it was really, really, really fitting to get him for this uh, continuation of the Genexus sound. But obviously, it didn't really come out like a Genexus. But, you know, that's something that I was trying to go for. Hmm. But it came out more aggressive, I think. I agree. It came out more intense. Intense, yeah. And you've also got uh, Tony, Tony Campos on board and, and, of course, Mike on drums. H- have you guys been jamming at all? On, on some of these no 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 because you know we're still kind of well for you it's a little different you guys are a little bit more open than we are down here yeah true we still got covid restrictions on, on certain things and uh um no we haven't been able to jam physically jam yet as of late no hopefully soon but soon but Ho- soon yeah they say june june everything's gonna be open hopefully and so when that happens we'll be able to uh, get together and start jamming that's awesome, man. And of course, moving forward, I, I like that you seem to be keen on on unknown singers as well. Moving forward with the band, male or female, and uh, I, I see it as it's like I, I'm completely open for it, man. I'm so keen for it because I, I see it as a, I keep going back to story. I see it as in it's not erasing the past; it's just a different chapter of the band. It's like a chapter of a book or a movie. Um, new characters big epic story is that why you see it as well that's 100 how i see it as well that's not how i wanted to see it but this is kind of like how it turned out yeah you know what i mean after bell announces departure i was like okay well i had to look at it very optimistically and be like okay whoever we get it's gonna have to represent the 30 years of bell's legacy that he left behind right but also you know looking forward and seeing what we could create, adding a fresh new element into the, the Fear Factory story of what's to come. You know, obviously we're going to, obviously, you know, it's going to be a very much a Fear Factory record. You know, it's kind of funny that we're already talking about the next record, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, no, you know what I mean? No, no. But I'll, I'll, I'll put it this way. I'll, I'll put it this way. I'm not, plan, I don't plan on changing our sound to where it's not Fear Factory, if no, you know what I mean. No, no, no. Yeah, no, yeah. Of course not. Of course not. But I mean, obviously, moving forward, you know, I'm, I'm ex- very excited for the future of Fear Factory, that's for sure. And, and where you're going to be heading, like, as a fan for like 26 years, you know, I, I you got my... Yeah. When I said, um, when I made the announcement that, because we found, or I found very good singers, uh, male and female, right? We actually have it narrowed down to a few. Um. The only reason why we haven't chose one is because the COVID restrictions. Yes. Some, of them are, some of them are out of the country. So to get them here would be a little difficult, right? And yep. then I think the only thing that's – the only thing is chemistry. We want to see if we have the chemistry with the person, right? Because we don't 
because these guys are virtually unknown to us, to me. So I don't know. I don't really know them that well. So it would be not only just having the right talent, but also to see if we actually get along <laughs> in the same room. You're like this guy. I don't know if I could do like two years on the road with this dude. He just he's driving me nuts already. It's been five minutes. Uh, yeah, exactly. you know, exactly. <laughs> but over email, it's like this guy. They're amazing. Yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you don't really know the person until you live with them, right? That's so right. that's kind of like what we want. That's kind of like what I need to do in order for me to choose the right guy. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot, there's a lot of singers that could fucking sing their asses off and easily do, do the bell style. But are they, are they cool? I don't know. Do they, <laughs> do they think I'm, maybe they don't like me. Maybe they don't like me. Aww, come on. <laughs> Even though I'm the big lovable Mexican, they might not like me, you know? Oh no. I think, I don't know. People are people, man. But be uh, like, there's too many burritos around here. There's too many tacos. <laughs> I can't take this. I'm out. You're making me want to come over and give it a go. You know, <laughs> like I, Hey, you know, but, you know. but, uh, you know, but you know, I also like to give uh, somebody new a, a chance. Why not? Right. Somebody different, somebody, not the usual suspects that people sing, people see singing on everybody's records. You know what I mean? Not the usual people, you know, just pick somebody fresh, new, and why not? Why not be able to give them a shot? You know what I mean? That's it. Absolutely, and, yeah. and take yeah. it all into the future. Uh, did I hear though? You also went back and um, did some work on the industrials as well. Yes, yes. The industrials was a record that we put out in 2012. Mm. They had drum program on it. Drum programming. When we released the record, when and we were honest and told people we used the drum program for the record, people just destroyed us. They dismantled us. They were not having it. Fans were so pissed off. The reviews were bad. Everything was bad. All because of the drum programming. Nobody had said anything about the songs. It's just because of the drum programming. How could they? How could this futuristic industrial band use technology to make the record? How could they? Oh, my God. So, so, you know, years later, I decided, okay, you know what? I'm going to put some a real drummer on the record. So I got Mike Heller again to do the drums on the record. He's been with us for a long time, nine and a half years, almost 10 years. So it was only fitting to get him to, to re-record the drums on the record. And it's going to be coming out, I'm not sure, later in the year or next year. Very keen. Very keen. Of course, the manufacturer. I can tell you the title. I can tell you the title. Oh, it's well, got a new title. Why are we talking about all these other records? It's got to be about this new record. Absolutely. See? Yeah. Aggression Continuum. Go to fearfactory.com to get pre-order the album. Comes out June 18th. All right. The new the industrialist, the new version is going to be yes. called Reindustrialized. Ooh. But I'm very keen. But of course, there you go. the new album, it's fucking amazing. <laughs> Let's yes. And uh, yeah, and and you know what? Disruptor did so well that you know we were hitting top of the charts on the singles. And stuff like that, you know. So I was very happy about that. Um, uh, but I can't wait till the whole record comes out, so people can get into the whole record. And I think they will. They're going to take it apart. They're going to read it. They're going to get into it. They're going to fall in love with it, or they're going to hate it. Whatever. As long as they get it. Man, I tell you, <laughs> I've heard it, and I feel really lucky that I've heard it. And I can't stop raving about it, mate. 
Like, yeah, I, don't leak it. Don't leak it. Why would I do? I would never do that. I, I, I'm okay. not one of those assholes. Okay. Don't be one of those I, assholes, guys. Can I tell you something? Can I tell you something that happened? So, uh, usually, when journalists like yourself get the get these records, there's usually some sort of clause that you can't really, you know, send it out or share it or whatever, right. right? Yes, absolutely. Well, there was a guy from Greece. I don't want to name the. I don't want to name his name or name his uh, magazine or nothing like that, but he went onto the Fear Factory fan page, Facebook page, and started talking about the record, tell, telling everybody about the record, and a lot of the fans started attacking him, started calling him a troll, right? Like, you're just trolling us. Yeah. And he's like, no, no, I work for this, this magazine. I got an advanced copy, and I can tell you what songs are great, blah, 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 blah. And he starts arguing with our fans. Right. And I'm like going, oh, my God, this guy, like this nerve of this guy. Right. And so he's telling about the records. He's talking about some. He's releasing some of the lyrics and all stuff. Right. We're like, what the fuck? This guy's supposed to have like a clause or you guys have a clause where you can't share that. Kind yeah, of man. Stuff. That's ab- and, absolutely right. That and so, yeah, the label like shut his ass down. Good. Good, man. Because yeah. it, it is. Look, I'll, I'll be honest, man. Like we. Doing this, we are very blessed and very lucky to have the opportunities that we have to hear this and, of course, talk to people like yourselves. So when that happens, it, it it's not cool. Don't be a fucking asshole, guys. Don't do that shit. <laughs> you know, don't. It's, you're lucky as fuck to hear it before anyone else. So just don't don't do that. Don't do that. But yeah. All right. Now I'm getting worked up. <laughs> <laughs> but um, of course, uh, you know you. The Demanufacture vinyl reissue uh, looked incredible, and I'm very jealous to anyone who got a copy of that. Um, I think it, I have a copy right there. I don't know if you want me to get it and show it to you or not, but oh, uh, yeah, man, <laughs> it's you, want, you 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 want to see it? You want to see? Uh, it? Yeah, let's 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 crack it open. Give me a second. All right. Okay, here we go. Look Just at for you. that. Nice. Oh, that's good. It's got some weight to it, right? And then you open it up. Ooh. And it's got the classic four members, right? Yep. That's unreal. Big old FF. And then it opens up even more. And then you get all the you get all the lyrics. And you get some photos from 1996 live Ozfest. I don't know if you could see all that. I can see all that. Mate. Yeah. And then it. And then it flips around on the other side and it's got all that. But one of the cool things is, let me pull out one of the vinyls. But it also comes with a poster too. I need this thing in my life, eh? (laughs) (laughs) It's also a a demanufactured poster, right? It opens up. But one of the cool things is this. Um, the nice blue vinyl. Oh, dude. Have you put it? I'm have you listened to, to it? Of have course. You know? I had, I had, yeah, we had to listen to it. One of the cool things about it is that the grooves, the gro- I don't want to drop it. The <laughs> grooves are a lot, the grooves are a lot bigger. So what I was, how it was explained to me why the grooves are a lot bigger is because you could put more information inside the groove. That's so good. Right. Yes. Thanks for showing us that. Now I've, so got to, can, now I've got to get you one. Can, um, yeah, you can order it at runoutgroove.com. 
I'm not sure where you're going to get it in Australia. I'm sure there's some places you can get it. I will find it. I will hunt it down like a Terminator, and I will get that, and uh, that will be mine. That that's there you go. Oh, are you looking at doing like a box set or re- reissuing more albums on vinyl like that? Definitely reissuing more albums on vinyl in the in the next year for sure. Um, we have so much stuff coming out this year that you know we got to space things out. You know, um, yeah. It's good, man. I feel like we're getting more Fear Factory than we've ever gotten Fear Factory. It's like, it's awesome. Yes, yes, and that's one of the that was one of the benefits of getting the trademark and being the sole owner and just making these things happen. You know what I mean, mate? Here's one for you though. Many years ago, in a in a magazine down here, I don't know if it was international, but there was a picture of you and a, a nice looking lady, and there was a poster of that. Now I know I'm not the only one that 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 imagined there, that. There was a couple of them. There was a couple yeah. of them. Yeah. So what were you saying? So what, it, was, it really saying? existed though. Like yes, it really yeah, existed. Yeah. Wow, I remember it because I, I tell people and they go, "You you tripping, man? That didn't." It? I remember that poster, and it was like everyone had. Well, that. there was two. There was two. There was one where I was on. Uh, it's kind of weird to talk about it right now, but it was like she was on all, she was on all fours. Yeah, she had a horse tail. Right? <laughs> she had her nipples covered, and I was riding her like a horse. And I was in a cowboy hat and in my boxers, right? Yeah, with some cowboy boots. I don't know if you saw that one. No, I didn't see that one. That was a big poster. It was great. Then there was another one where it was me, and uh, this girl was kind of like looking up, and you could see the top of her breast. You could see me biting her underwear <laughs> or, or pulling her underwear off with my teeth. Right. Right. Is that the one you're talking about? So, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's the one you're talking about. I thought uh, it was some weird. It might, have been, it might have been Metal Hammer Australia, I think it was. How was it? I think oh, HM. See? It, oh, HM. You're right. HM. I was Australia. right. It did exist. So I've argued with people about this and I've said, no, it, it did it happen. It does exist. Yes, it no, does exist. And then there was another poster that came out <laughs> <clears throat> where it was just me naked in the shower. But <laughs> I think I they put a guitar pick. They put a guitar pick over my, you know, obviously the photo, they were able to blow up the uh, guitar pick and put yeah. it over my <laughs> penis. And that was a poster. <clears throat> and I remember going to the guy's, in Sepultura, yeah. I went to, I think it was Paulo, the bass player's house. Yeah. And he had that cutout poster <laughs> and he had it and he put magnets behind it and he put it on his refrigerator. <laughs> I'm like, did you like look at me naked all the time? What, what is that? <laughs> I went to his house and I saw that. I'm like, oh my God. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, he just mate. loved it. It was so funny. It yeah. was it was good, man. It was always it was always a good laugh. And, and there's a classic video. There's also a classic video <clears throat> that you can find online. It was the Donington Festival, 1996, where I'm out there, and I took off my shirt because it was hot. Took off my shirt, and I told all the other fat bastards in the crowd to take off their shirt. <laughs> so the dudes were taking off their shirt, and I was just performing without my shirt. And people, were, it's a classic video. People put it up all the time. Really, you can I find it on YouTube. Yeah. Right. Right. It's, it's, you always had a good time, man. You're always up for a laugh. I, like, I, I totally did. I, you know, it's like, if I can't have it myself, then what's the point? Oh, it was good <laughs> times, mate. It was good. <clears throat> yeah. Well, uh, so, 
We're getting past our We are. Time. We are, dude. I've had Sorry, a there's so much to talk about. Yeah, there's oh, so much more back. to talk about. So. I know, dude. Thank you so much for hanging on the show, Dino. Uh, I've had such a good time. And uh, the incredible new album, uh, Aggression Continuum. All the links are down here. June 18. Get it through Nuclear Blast. Thank you so much. Fearfactory.com. Thank you very, very much for having me. I appreciate it. Have a good time out there on the Gold Coast. Hopefully, I'll be out there soon to go see you. I'll keep the beers cold for you, brother. Take care. All right, man. See you, See you later. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 